mash, truck, us, what do they all have in common? They all follow a monster. Hi, I'm Matthew Miner. And I'm Stephen Holmes. And this is Corntown, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you by the SM Experience. Last week, we learned about the mysterious attacks plaguing rural Corntown, Ontario. We were told to stay home, but after hearing about the plight of the town's citizens, we had no choice but to return. The Corntown we returned to is a shell of its former self, a town devoid of holiday cheer and spirit. It looks more akin to Pottersville than the town that it's normally called in that movie about the guy with the wonderful life. The town is gripped by fear. Let's recap what we know about the situation. Yes, there have been... Attacks? By the animals? I I thought they broke up in the 60s. They reunited. Though, when we spoke with victim Howie Hertz, who was attacked while on a camping trip with his girlfriend Mandy, he claimed that the creature responsible wasn't an animal at all. Oh, that's right. I thought we were going to track down Eric Burden. Well, we can't rule out anything, or anyone at this point. Howie did say that what attacked him and Mandy was a flesh and blood monster. That's right. A monster from the depths of hell. Now... It's possible that Howie was disoriented. He did just wake up from a weeks-long coma and was on a heavy regimen of painkillers and scissor. Now that he's stable, we paid him another visit to clarify what it was that attacked him. It was a monster. Big monster. Scary. Evil. And Mandy, you also saw it? Yep. It was definitely a monster. Huh. So they confirmed it was a monster. Okay, now we know for sure what we're dealing with. A monster. Although... Yeah? Maybe they were on drugs when they were out camping. They might have been hopped up on Swarovski chitter-chatter and hallucinated that a normal animal was a monster. Uh, That's gotta be it. We should ask him. Nope. I don't touch the stuff. I have to keep my mind and conscience clear since I'm a lifeguard. Right. And I'm straight edge. The only thing I get high on is life. The magazine, that is. Whatever glue they use for their bindings sends me to Blitzville. But I only read it when I'm at the dentist. Okie dokie. Hmm. Okay, so there's a... uh, There's really a monster. Wait, I got it. They're pranking us. They're pranking us. No, I don't believe in pranks. It goes against my strict Mormon upbringing. And I'm a Scientologist. I don't believe anyone should fall for things. Okay, so it's a monster. A real flesh and blood monster that we're going to go look for. (laughs) That's cool. Nothing to worry about. (laughs) Very cool. Very, very cool. Not scary at all. (sighs) I'm going to go try on a new pair of pants. Me too. Now we knew what we were dealing with. A monster. 
a creature of nightmares, made a reality. This was going to be a tougher case than we originally thought. Hunting a monster is well outside our usual game of hunting down quarters to play Big Buck Hunting Tycoon at the arcade, but we're committed to helping the people of Corntown. We needed to learn as much as we could, and fast. So we fired up the DV player and popped on Monster, the 2003 film about Eileen Wernos. While it didn't give us any insight into hunting a monster, Charlize Theron's tour de force performance gave us a confidence we needed to hunt down this son of a bitch. We know that all five attacks happened along the northern edge of town, just past Jubilee Park. We'd start there to examine the evidence left behind and understand exactly what kind of monster we're dealing with. Along the way, we talked with some townsfolk to see if they believe it's a monster behind these attacks. I'm Mildred Cunts. Yes, it's pronounced that way. Monsters ain't no such thing. The only monsters I've seen are those pipeline punch monster juice energy drinks. I see these bad boys 24-7. Slamming these are the secret to my longevity. I crush a couple of cans in the morning, grab my board, and hit the half pipe. You want to see me do a kickflip? Dig that, you cucks. Hi, my name is Tyler Tomato Bisque. I don't really know if monsters still exist. I used to think there was one living under my bed when I was a kid, but it turned out to be my mom's secret boyfriend, Jeff. He couldn't hide under her bed because that's where my dad's secret girlfriend, Daphne, lived. You do not want to know what's in my closet. Hey, hey, I'm DDO Perk, the video clerk, here at Blockhusker, Corntown's number one video rental store. I believe ya. There's all kinds of things out there that science can't explain. You know, I've got some video equipment of my own here, and I tried to get the creature on camera, but the lens cap was on. I tried to fix it in post. Hey, Didi, this is off topic, but do you have Die Hard? Oh, of course! Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, absolutely. What about Lethal Weapon? You bet! Jurassic Park? Can't have Christmas without a few dinos. Schindler's List? 100%. Mrs. Doubtfire. You kidding? Of course it is, dipshits! Hey, do you have a copy? No, it's out. We're here now at Jubilee Park, the site of the last reported attack. Odd to see such a nice area completely deserted. Well, it is a crime scene, and it's 20 below. Yeah, I don't know. This town just ain't itself. Where are all the children hoop trundling? Last year, you couldn't walk a meter without running into a child hoop trundling. <laughs> My shins are so bruised. Hey, we'll help it get back into shape. Well, let's see what we can find. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for anything suspicious. Oh my god, look. What is it? Oh, no way. Even Corntown is getting into froth. Maybe we should give it a try. I don't know. We'll never be as good as your mom. And she is such a sore winner. Hmm, what's this? There looks to be like a big bloodish stain behind this police tape. Think it's related? I'm not ready to rule anything out. But it could just be a spaghetti dinner that went tits up. Can I help you gentlemen? Uh, hi, yes. Uh, I'm Steven, this is Matthew, we're- Oh. Oh, it's you. I know who you are. Everyone knows who you are. The Hot Shot Podcasters in the flesh. I'm a big fan, you know. We're all big fan of yous here. Did you hear my review on Stitcher? Username crub underscore dub underscore 69? Uh, yeah. I, I remember. Very flattering. I meant every word. The name's Officer Crubble, but you boys can call me Officer Crubble. It's great to meet you, Officer Crubble. Hold on. Are you boys here to investigate? Wait, are you recording this right now? Oh, sweet apple pie in July, this is exciting. Y'all need my help? I can drop anything to help you fellas out. I'm a real good at not doing my job. You want to hold my gun? 
They don't trust me with bullets, but you can hold it. Uh, that's okay. We were just- I kind of want to hold it. Sure thing. Here. Sorry, uh, it's a little sticky. Oh, it's very sticky. Officer Crubble, uh, what can you tell us about these attacks? Not much, I'm afraid. We're not sure who's behind them. All I know is, is that anyone who goes to the local Y is in danger of having their tushy whipped by the towel snapper. Devastating. Uh, I actually meant the animal attacks, though. Oh, right, right. Those damned animal attacks. The ones everyone's talking about. Yeah, it's got the town in a real hubbub. Ever since people started losing limbs, they's be scared. I lost an arm, you know. Huh? You still have two arms. Used to have three. Helpful for typing. You want to know my WPM? Not really. 193. And that's good? Used to be. Now I'm down to 150. Kind of a metaphor for the town, really. I used to be 193. Now it's a 150. Y'all need a title for your new podcast? That'd be a good title. 193 to 150. I, I guess. So you lost your arm, uh, your third arm, in one of these animal attacks? Nah, I lost it in a poker game. But if you want to know about the attacks, I can fill you boys in. Please. Five and three months, no pattern other than them always happening on a holiday. No connection between the victims. Ever since it started, tourism has dropped to nothing. Citizens get frightened. There was looting, rioting, nothing abnormal about that. Happens every autumn when the moon is full, but usually it peters out before Husk Clark's poppin' New Year's Eve. This year, it looks like it might have been canceled altogether. That sounds devastating. This year's was gonna be a bigger bash than anyone's ever laid eyes on. Like Coachella, if someone talented played. Couldn't have more rotten timing. Whole town might as well be in jeopardy. People are afraid to go out, afraid to barbecue in case the smell attracts the animal. Afraid to even keep their T-bones and sirloins at easy to reach heights. They're keeping them on top shelves. The stakes have never been higher. Ain't that the truth? Five attacks. And all on holidays, you say? Yep. Might be because of all the fireworks. You should see the Thanksgiving cornucopia blast sometime. It's great. And of course, there's nothing better to follow a Remembrance Day minute of silence within 40 minutes of deafening fireworks. Yeah, it sure has been a rough couple of months since this all started. Well... Well what? Well, it's just, this ain't been confirmed or nothing. But well, there might have been an attack long before this that never made the news. Almost a year ago now. Yeah, Debbie Doby came in and reported her husband missing. Doby? That name sounds familiar. Yeah, it was Justin Doby. Oh, Justin Doby. Yeah, we met him. He ran for mayor. Oh, he was the guy who didn't want the town to elect another uh, cute animal for mayor. Yeah, he paid for an ad in our last season. Hi, I'm Justin Doby, and I'm here asking you to please not elect a dog or a cat as our mayor again. Quarantown has real problems that need to be taken care of. So this November, please vote for me, Justin Doby, and don't just vote for another cute animal. I'm a real person. What a dipshit.
Yep, that's him. It was just after New Year's. He went for a walk out around here and never came home. You think he was attacked? Can't know for sure. It's possible. It was shortly after he lost the election. Kinda figured he sorta came out here and, well, you know, blew his dipshit brains out. Could be. Might be worth looking into, though. Definitely. We should also get a sample of this red stain. And some garlic bread. Ooh, it's making me hungry. It just tickles my taint to see you boys are looking into this. Say, there's a town hall meeting about to kick off to address the attacks. You can take along if you'd like. I'm sure everybody would be pleased as punch to see your faces. Certainly. Okie dokie then, hop on the handlebars. This episode of Corntown is brought to you in part by Corntown Secondary's production of A Christmas Colonel. Season's greetings and merry Christmas to you, Gregory Avisham here, dramatist, playwright, visionary, and also drama teacher at Corntown Secondary. Won't you join us this holiday season for our production of Charles Dickens's classic tale, A Christmas Colonel? What is that dastardly Ebenezer Scrooge is visited in the night by three spirits. The Cobb of Cornus Pass, the Cobb of Cornus Present, and Slimer from Ghostbusters because I ordered the wrong costume. Crossover! Performances are December 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Duncan Jones Memorial Auditorium. No, not that Duncan Jones. The film director. We didn't know what memorial meant. Tickets are $10 or $6 if you give the doorman a little smooch. We rode with Oster Krupple to Town Hall. Though his supercycle wasn't as spacious as a brand new 2022 Toyota Highlander, nor did his off-road capabilities handle as well, it got us there in one piece. Uh, yeah. As soon as we stepped inside the building, we felt the sense of panic that hung over the town. It was just like in that movie, uh, shit, uh, Big Shark with the Jaws, you know. Jaws? Yeah, it's got, it's got big jaws. Finding Nemo? That's the one. When are the attacks gonna stop? Is Hush Clock's Papa New Year's Eve gonna be canceled? Why does my tap water taste like Tostitos? We demand answers to questions. I have Christmas shopping to do and I'm too scared to leave my toilet. Settle down, settle down. Please be calm. Cabbage is better than corn. <gasps> My apologies. I know that was drastic, but I need your attention now. Who the hell are you? Where's the mayor? Where's Perka Posse? Perka Posse? Here, kitty kitty. The mayor isn't here, but I assure you, she's someplace safe. With the recent attacks and the reports of pets going missing, we decided it was best for Perker Posse to enter a safe house under 24-hour protection until this animal has been caught or killed. In her stead, I will be acting mayor during this time of crisis. Do you really think cabbages are better than corn? Of course not. That was simply a ruse to gain order. I apologize for my manners. Allow me to introduce myself. 
My name is Special Agent Boyd Nutjiz, but please call me Boyd. I'm with the Federal Government's Security Containment Management Division. Federal Government? That's correct. I hope my hunch is incorrect, but I do believe that what we're dealing with here transcends the borders of Corntown. This might just be the beginning. We don't know how high this goes. Today it could be your quaint town mayor, but who's next? Perhaps the most important person in Canada, Ryan Reynolds? Corntownians deserve to feel safe walking the streets again. Not Van Wilder! Why should we trust you? Hmm, trust. The foundation of what relationships are built upon. And how can you trust someone if you barely know them? I've taken my time to get to know all of you. From Miss Joanne Jones, who has been cutting hair at the first choice for 15 years, all the way to One-Eyed Joe, who of course lost his hand to Miss Joanne Jones while trying to steal a jar of that blue scissor liquid. This town is a community. A community that deserves to feel safe again. I won't sleep until that is true, but I need you to let me in. And to do that, you need to trust me. You need to know me. I will make this town feel safe again. How? Maybe because I can slam dunk a basketball? Maybe it's because I can gulp down a two liter of Mountain Dew in under 30 seconds. Maybe it's the fact that I graduated Sigma Cum Lauda from Westervelt College. Perhaps it will be by putting my trust in you. By just mentioning my position in the Security Containment and Management Division, I've taken more liberty than my superiors allow. But I'm told that Corntownians are trustworthy folk, unlike the rabble over at Potatoton. You can count on us, boy! And I know I can count on you to keep my classified status as a special agent a secret. You have my word, I will get to the bottom of this. And I know just who can help. Look who's here, everybody. <gasps> Stephen? Matthew? Is it really you? That fortune cookie was right after all. Pardon my ignorance, but who are these drifters? Why, Stephen and Matthew, of course. They solved Jaron Deeb's murder, and now they're back to save the town. Uh, yes. Hi again, everybody. Uh, so glad to be back. Of course. I find myself unfamiliar with this case, but congratulations on catching your perps. <laughs> Actually, they, they got away. Yeah, they uh, escaped while Dr. Putzenfreud was telling us about how he built a jerk-off machine. Right. Well, you can't win them all. At least you freed an innocent man. Yeah, we did. Oh, wait. Actually, no. He had already been executed. We get her done! Oh, them's the breaks. Happens to the best of us in law enforcement. Actually, we're, uh, we're podcasters. That's so. Well, I'm sure you'll be quite helpful. I'll be sure to give you a call the next time I need my earbuds untangled. <laughs> That's it for me, everybody. Stay safe and stay home. That wasn't nice. Hey! Excuse me, sir. Boyd? That's Special Agent Boyd Nutjiz. Oh. You said we could call you Boyd. Absolutely not. 
I didn't graduate Sigma Cum Laude from Westervelt College only to be addressed so informally by a couple of chowder-headed podcasters. Uh, we just want to formally introduce ourselves. I'm Steven, but most people call me only when they want something from me. I can also slam dunk a basketball on one of those little Fisher-Price hoops. And I'm Matthew, 33, Sagittarius, soft lips, strong thighs, Fago Frenzy champion, got another jugglers 2015, woo Steven, was it? Steven, I suggest you keep your dog on a leash. My dog? I don't have a dog. Oh, you're talking about Matt. He's not. Well, I mean, yeah, he's been neutered, but... Uh, on a leash. Uh, right. Look, Mr. Nutches, we really do want to help. In fact, we have a lead. A lead? The only lead I need from you boys is where in this godforsaken shit town I can find a decent cup of coffee. Uh, we can't drink coffee. Gives us the scoots. Then allow me to be as clear as possible. I do not need your help. I'll not have amateur sleuths bungling our investigation. It was just an idea. Here's an idea. Stay the hell out of my way. Sheesh. That guy's a piece of work. I thought he was nice. Boyd's remarks cut deep. So deep that we considered cutting our losses and heading home. But then we remembered why we were here in the first place. The to podcast help the people of what did you say? The same thing as you. Uh, after filling up on Dr. Pubs and Freud's overly salted chicken cacciatore and sharing a good cry in the shower, we sat back out with Dr. P and Toe to find evidence to back up our theory that a monster is terrorizing the town. Alright, so we're here at Jubilee Park again. This is where that big, possibly blood stain was. Huh. Some branches on that tree are broken. Uh, we didn't notice that before. Oh, they're pretty high up. Whoever did this must have been tall. What could have been a bear? Doubtful. In this area, you mostly find black bear. The average height of which is just shy of six feet. I'd know. I used to wrestle him for extra euros while I was crashing in Estonia. Perhaps it was some kind of wild cat? It could have attacked by leaping down out of the treetop. It's unlikely. Those branches were broken by a parallel strike. Look where the debris landed. Something hit it. Dr. P, why aren't you wearing shoes? Uh, oh, uh, Sheila took all of the shoes in the divorce. She has only left me with the croc shoes, which are too small and pinch my toes. Oh, curse my big feet. Well, you should be careful. It's a crime scene and you're leaving footprints everywhere. Plus, they smell really bad. I bet it's from the frostbite. Your toes are black, Doc. Don't worry, we can amputate them later. But wait a minute. Pups and Freud's footprints in the snow are fresh. Not like these prints that froze in the mud. Plus, they're much too large to be Pups and Freud's. Too large to belong to a bear or any other animal. Well, they must belong to the monster behind the attacks. Uh, a sizable plantipedus impression suggests that the creature's lower extremities of the leg are of an increased proportion. Huh? I am merely concurring with the presumption that the appendages below the ankle... Yeah? ...are quite large. TMI, Doc. What? We get it. It's got a big dink. I knew it was Eric Burden. No, it's not whoever that is. What I am saying is, the creature, it has big feet. Uh, okay. Why are you throwing shade at this monster? Wait a minute, Doc. What did you say? I said that this creature has big feet. Right, right. Big feet. It's got big 
feet, so it would stand reason that it's big all over. And tall. Tall enough to hit those branches. To reach that type, most people would need a footstool. A big one. But not this monster. Because it's so big. So big, it wouldn't even fit inside of a shack. It would have to squat. Because that's what we're dealing with here. A shack squat. Shack squat? N no, wait. Squash. Oh, uh, uh, squash match. Er, squash. Squish? Squish sack. Sack sash. Sash snack? Uh, short stack. Uh, you boys trying to pronounce Sasquatch? That's the guy. That's what we're dealing with here. The monster is a Sasquatch. Next time on Corntown. This is a proper Bigfoot hunt, so I am properly prepared. Hey, we got more footprints over here. They look just like the ones we saw at Jubilee Park. There's a lingering heat signature. We're close. But we now understood just how much we underestimated what we were dealing with. This has been an SM Experience production, executive produced by Stephen T. Holmes, Matthew Miner, and Ima Plastic. Episode mixed by Richard Mixon. If you have any information about the attacks in Corntown, email us at the smexp at gmail.com.